This is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber from Compass Retirement Advisors. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Mike Graber provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, Retirement Income Planning, Wealth Management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now, here is Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Hello again, everyone, and welcome to another edition of Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Our show can be heard right here each week on WBDC at this time, and our sponsor for our show is always Compass Retirement Advisors. Uh, We're really happy that you chose to tune in uh, to our show today. If you'd like to catch up on uh, any of our past shows, if you've missed uh, a few of the episodes, you can do so by visiting our website, compassretirementadvisorsllc.com, and at the top of the page, just simply click on the radio tab, and a list of our recent shows will uh, appear there. Uh, Today, we begin a two-part series uh, that we feel uh, is very important um, from an informational standpoint. Uh, we do believe it's it's critical uh, to, to be well informed with things that are happening in Washington, D.C. Uh, we want to monitor potential legislation that's coming, and uh, that's a big part of what we do here at Compass Retirement Advisors. And the reason being that changes uh, to government spending policy, changes to uh, government tax policy will ultimately impact uh, our clients' retirement income. And simply, we want to be ahead of the curve when we're looking at structuring uh, retirement income plans so that uh, our clients are in the best possible position uh, to avoid you know, paying unnecessary taxes and also to be in the best position when it comes to uh, protecting uh, their wealth. Uh, much of what we're going to discuss over these two shows is taken from a, a newsletter that I follow closely uh, by Van Miller. And some of the information comes from a website called thebalance.com. But uh, it is time again for our weekly usdebtclock.org update. And right after that, I'll bring in our co-host, Tony Shore. As of uh, the date of our recording, US debt is $28,362,179,000,000. Debt per taxpayer is $226,000. Total unfunded liabilities, those are again promises the government has made that um, there are no assets in the bank to cover. Those unfunded liabilities are $149,163,557,000,000. Unfunded liabilities per citizen, $447,000,000. Thousand dollars. A new statistic for this week from uh, the U.S. Debt Clock uh, website: uh, debt held by foreign countries. I thought this was interesting. Uh, it's a big number, but uh, compared to the total debt, it's only seven trillion forty-two billion dollars. Uh, just to give a little perspective here, uh, let's compare these numbers uh, to China, our biggest uh, economic competitor, our world rival. Our U.S. debt is more than three times the debt that China has. China's debt is just a little over seven trillion, we're at 28 trillion. 
The U.S. debt to GDP is in excess of 100%, and in China, their debt to their gross domestic product is 54%. Um, if you go to the usdebtclock.org website, uh, you can fast forward to the year 2025, and at the current rate of growth and no changes in tax policy, the U.S. debt will grow from $28 trillion to $50 trillion. The unfunded liabilities are projected to grow from 149 trillion to 181 trillion. And Tony, that's why we do what we do here at Compass Retirement Advisors to our listeners. If you do not yet have a plan in place, and I mean in place now, to deal with this looming debt crisis uh, and the eventual tax hikes, that are coming uh, to bail out years of overspending, uh, please give me a call first thing Monday morning at 812-787-0809. And as David McKnight, the author of The Power of Zero says, there's a tax freight train headed to all of our front doors and we need to be prepared um, well in advance of, of that arrival and we can help our clients uh, do that. So please uh, give us a call and we'll be happy to provide our before and after report for you. The before is your current plan and how it looks, uh, the course that you're on now for your retirement income and your legacy distribution. And the after is what that could look like if you were to adopt some of our planning strategies. So we hope to hear from you. Uh, but now let's welcome in uh, co-host Tony Shore. Tony, uh, I want you to know I really appreciate you being uh, part of um, Retirement Talk with Mike Graber each week, and welcome today. Well, it's great to be here, Mike. And, uh, you know, listening to you talk about those numbers uh, each week on the show, um, they just keep getting worse, uh, and it is serious. So uh, it really is important to have a financial plan. I mean, you want to make sure that uh, you have enough money to live comfortably in retirement, and deal with uh, all the tax changes that are on the way. And we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, this week. I'm glad that's our topic as well, uh, to see what what is proposed and what we can expect coming up. Uh, but yeah, before we get into that, Mike, thanks again. I love being on the show each week with you. Are you kidding? I learned so much from you. And this is a lot of fun. Now, I have had a really busy week, just a lot of work. It just seems like things have picked up and been spending some time with the family as well, which is nice. How about you, Mike? What have you been up to? Well, uh, we were able to take a little break over um, the Memorial Day weekend last week. One of my favorite things, uh, Tony, is the Indy 500. And it was, oh, yeah. uh, it was in progress about the same time that our show was on last week. And uh I, I don't think I, I, I missed uh, a single mile of that on, on the track last week. It's just one of my favorite things. Uh, going back to my grandfather and, and my dad, it was kind of an annual tradition, uh, something that I look forward to each year. I just really enjoy uh, open open wheel racing. And yeah, we got fun. back to the office Tuesday and, and uh, we were uh, immediately um, taking phone calls and, and answering emails from people. Uh, who who needed our services? So uh, it's it's busy, um, yeah. and uh, we're just in a position to you know offer the uh, things that we've learned uh, yeah. uh, to people, and we're getting a really good uh, response uh, to the show. 
and, and we're just happy to be able to, to put this information out there for, for everyone. Well, yeah, and I'm impressed uh, with how seriously you take the issue of educating and informing our listeners out there, especially when it comes to the issues we're going to be talking about today and in next week's show. I think this is a a two-parter. We've got a lot to talk about. Well, thanks for for saying that, Tony. You know, educating and informing, um, I really look at that as part of my, my personal mission, and I don't think we've mentioned this too often, but uh, I am a member of the National Society of Financial Educators. Um, I just believe it's important to help my clients understand where they are and why we make the recommendation, recommendations that we do. Uh, we want our clients to, to have you know, clarity regarding their program, uh, the structures, and how each piece of their planning uh, fits together. Uh, a big part of that is understanding what's happening in Washington, D.C., uh, as we've mentioned, that ever-growing debt and deficit problem, uh, the proposed changes in federal income tax rates, proposed changes in capital gains taxes. Um, there's uh, a new SECURE Act 2.0 that we expect will become law uh, here uh, this fall that's going to again change required minimum distributions on IRAs. Um, you know, potential reductions in estate tax exclusions, and so on and so on and so on. And how that impacts our clients, um, I I feel, is just critically important. And it's a staple uh, of what we do here at at Compass Retirement Advisors is uh, just making sure that that things are are, are up to date with our clients. And I, unfortunately, We'll talk to people and say, well, when's the last time that you met with your advisor and had a sit down and really looked at things? And more uh, than we would like to hear, uh, sometimes it's two or three years. And we we just think that individuals deserve um, uh, more care uh, and more attention to their portfolios and, and to that plan. Uh, and, and we think, you know, uh, at a minimum, an annual review is necessary. Um, and uh, keep these plans uh, aligned with what's you know, happening globally and, and what's uh, coming out of Washington, D.C. I would agree with that. And, you know, you said at the end of our show last week that you wanted to talk about or give our listeners an update on the proposals that are floating around D.C. I mean, uh, we did a four-part series earlier this year where you reviewed the health of the U.S. economy, Uh, or the lack thereof, is how I remember it, Uh, you talking about it anyway. So I I can understand you're wanting to keep our listeners updated. Where do you want to start with this today? Well, let's start uh, by reviewing, you know, some of these proposals that are being discussed. And I wanted to stress that right now, you know, these are proposed tax changes that that we're hearing about. Um, Everyone knows that in order to pay for all the extra government spending, you know, the stimulus payouts and the political pet projects, the government uh, needs more money. And as I heard it uh, put uh, this week, that the solution to the debt crisis is just more money. The government just needs more money. Um, And it's the only way that the government has uh, of raising money to spend, uh, you know, raising revenue is by taking it away from we Americans uh, by uh, taxes. So we're going to look at a list of 12 potential uh, changes. And again, uh, these are taken from uh, the Van Miller uh, newsletter. 
Uh, so uh, let me work through this list and then Tony, we can come back and maybe pull out a few of these and, and go into a little more detail with those. So uh, there's 12 on this list and I'm just going to kind of uh, give a title without a lot of uh, a discussion on, on any of these right now. But sure. number one that we've heard a lot about uh, is you know the potential of reducing federal estate gift and generation skipping tax exemptions. Uh, to as low as $3.5 million per spouse instead of the current 11.7. So a raise in estate taxes. Um, number two, eliminating uh, discount techniques. Number three, taxing grantor trusts in the grantor's estate. That would be a significant change. Number four, eliminating stepped up basis at the time of one's death. Uh, number five on the list, limiting the generation skipping exemption to a specific number of years. Uh, number six on Van Miller's list, reducing the gift tax annual exclusion. Currently it's 15000 and they want to reduce that as far as they can on as many individual taxpayers as they can. Number seven, Increasing income for the high earning taxpayers. We've heard that a lot, you know, that uh, taxes will be increasing on those making 400,000 or more. And there's also the discussion of the wealth tax. Number eight on the list is capping the benefits derived from income tax deductions and for upper income taxpayers um, the elimination of up to 80% of their tax deductions. So uh, as they're looking at you know, restructuring the tax brackets, they're also looking at eliminating a lot of the deductions uh, on uh, the high uh, income earners. Number nine, um, and, and this is one that I think you know is troubling, um, broadening the 12.4% Social Security tax that currently applies on earnings up to 124,000, and they want to increase that on our earnings all the way up to 400,000. Well, Tony, I know that during the campaign, all of us were told that taxes would not go up on those making less than 400,000, but right here's a proposal to raise you know, the Social Security tax rates, um, not by increasing the percentage, but by including the number of households that'll be required to pay the additional amount by raising the income threshold from 124 up to 400,000. Uh, so much for campaign promises. Uh, number 10, eliminating tax-free exchanges of real estate under Internal Revenue Code Section 1031. And we here in Southwest Indiana uh, are in a farming community um, and the Section 1031 exchange on real estate is quite often used, and there is a discussion about that being uh, eliminated. Number 11 uh, is imposing an annual wealth tax. And then number 12 is limiting the size to which your IRA or your 401k can grow. So um, if, if the government can put caps on how large those accounts can grow, we'll no longer be able to contribute beyond that point. So what we were able to shelter for retirement would immediately become taxable income. 
So, uh, Southwest Indiana, do you hear me? The federal government is desperately trying to create additional revenue sources uh, so they continue to uh, spend on their political agendas. And the only place they can get that from is from uh, you and I and uh, our checking accounts or from our retirement accounts. Uh, We've mentioned several times uh, in the course of our shows that retirement accounts are considered the low-hanging fruit. It's the easiest um, asset bucket for the government to to reach into and to take by just tweaking uh, some things around the edges. But Mm -hmm. the good news is there are planning strategies and techniques that can protect all of us who want to make sure the government's not the primary beneficiary of our retirement accounts. And again, our team here at Compass Retirement Advisors has been using these techniques to assist our clients uh, for years. And one of the first things that that we have to do is we've got to get um, the IRS uh, off the beneficiary uh, provision of our uh, retirement accounts. And uh, uh, we don't uh, often hear of it, but if we have money in retirement accounts, the government's kind of a partner there. They own a big part of that account, and uh, all of us need to be working to minimize uh, the amount of those accounts that um, the Internal Revenue Code and the government can um, lay claim to. It's just an incredible list of proposed tax changes, and uh, it's all designed to take more money out of our pockets, and I realize we don't have time, uh, even over this and, and next week's show, to go through all the details for each of the 12, let's call them ideas or trial balloons that they've floated uh, around Congress. So which one would you like to begin with? And then we can look at the others uh, that you'd uh, like to explain to our listeners today. Well, you're right, Tony. You know, it it would take uh, a month of Sundays, as they say, to go through (laughs) the details on on all 12 of these. But uh, let's just start with, uh, you know, number one on the list, and that's reducing uh, the federal estate gift and uh, generation uh, skipping exemptions. As I mentioned, uh, they're looking to cut that down to three and a half million per person instead of the current um, 11.7. Tony, this exemption is really all about how much uh, of our estates we can pass on to our heirs uh, before the federal government steps in to claim, you know, what they feel they're owed. Now, um, most of us have paid tax on the money we've accumulated already. Uh, but then at, at death, uh, the government uh, wants to come in and, and pry as much of that away from us again through uh, uh, more tax, um, through you know lowering uh, the, the exemption. But let, let's put a little perspective on uh, where these tax rates have been by uh, looking back over the years uh, on, on what the, the, the rate and, and the exemption has been. Let's go back to uh, about 1997. Um, the exemption was $600,000, and the top estate tax rate at that time was, was 55%. Wow. In 98, uh, they kicked it up just a little bit from 600 to 625,000, and the, the rate stayed at 55. And then it uh, started increasing a little bit. Uh, the exemption increased by about $25,000 a year up through uh, 2001. In 2002, the exemption was a million dollars per spouse and the tax rate uh, was dropped just a little bit to to 50%. Uh, 
So that means and if then, you inherited anything uh, a, a million dollars or under, you didn't have to pay any tax on. But if you inherited a million dollars or more, it was taxed at 50%. At 50. Yeah. That's right. Well, eventually, the, the exemption increased uh, to $5 million, and that was in 2009, and the rate dropped a little bit uh, further to 45 and then in 2017, it bumped to almost five and a half million uh, per, and the rate declined further to 40. And then, you know, we had kind of a, a major tax overhaul uh, in 2018. They took the exemption, uh, practically doubled it, went up to 11.18 million per uh, spouse, and then uh, 40% was the tax rate. And now here in 2021, we're at 11.7 million per uh, spouse and, and the 40%. So, Tony, we can, we can see, you know, this clearly establishes that uh, this exemption is one that has changed uh, several times over the years. Uh, estates, obviously, uh, can be a huge source of revenue uh, for the government. And it's understandable uh, when they're in the dire straits that they're in needing to raise revenue that uh, estates are targeted uh, for these tax increases and they uh, don't necessarily do that just by raising the tax rate but again uh, they change uh, the exemption uh, and i'm not sure what the final number will be uh, when and everything settles but i'm pretty confident that you know the exemption uh, is going to be reduced significantly uh, in, in these uh, legislation proposals that are coming out eventually uh, proposals are going to become law, and it's uh, going to affect uh, most of us. Well, yeah, that's that's huge. So uh, that's very significant. I, it's a huge potential source of tax revenue for the government, obviously. But even if the number changes to the three point five million per individual, I, I mean, how many people would that really impact? Well, th- that's right, Tony. Uh, on the surface it may not seem like it will impact you know that many people you know how, how many people uh, do we know that's got you know seven million dollars in, in in assets between the husband and spouse we don't think that applies to a lot of people but uh, here in, in our area of, of southwest indiana as i said there just are a lot of farmers and, and the value of land has been up significantly here in the past several years and you know if you take you know a modest price of uh, seven, you know, thousand dollars on a five hundred acre farm. You know, we're hitting those proposed new limits. Um, add a few buildings, add a few bank accounts, and maybe one spouse worked um, off the uh, farm and they had a four hundred one k. You know, it's really easy to reach those valuations. Now, ultimately, uh, getting plans in writing. Uh, we want a written retirement income plan. We want the legacy distribution plan in writing. And uh, at Compass Retirement Advisors, uh, we help uh, our clients create those. Yeah, and I think I think that's important. Now, we're out of time for today's show. It just flew by. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? I know we're going to get to part two next week. Um, yeah, we're going to continue to dissect a little bit of that, that list of 12. We'll look at a few more of those individual proposals. Uh, but uh, we'd like to hear from those who might have questions on their mind when it comes to, to this topic. Um, if you have any questions, any concerns that your current retirement plan or your legacy plan 
uh, isn't um, uh, prepared for these higher tax rates that most everyone believes is coming, you know, now's the time to call Compass Retirement Advisors. My number is 812-787-0809. And uh, we're looking forward to continuing this discussion uh, next week here on Retirement Talk with Mike Graber. Thank you for listening to Retirement Talk. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, contact Mike Graber at Compass Retirement Advisors. Call 812-787-0809 or visit them online at compassretirementadvisorsllc.com. Investment advisory services provided by ChangePath LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Compass Retirement Advisors LLC, the Insurance Shop Inc., and ChangePath LLC are unaffiliated entities. Mike Graber and Compass Retirement Advisors are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation.